The following episode of Behind the Exploratory Lenses is in its full, raw, and unedited form because I feel like a subject like the state of auto racing deserves such unedited form. So, those who have a soft tear, I do apologize for certain language in advance, but sit back, relax, get you to think a bit, and enjoy this episode. This is Behind the Exploratory Lessons, episode number 12, where, let's be honest, with the exception of this episode, the following episode, and any guests that are involved in the world of motorsports, this is probably going to be it when it comes to discussing about the world of auto racing, because at this rate, it's just been nothing but negatives. Last week was just nothing but negative thoughts, and that's why it was raw and unedited, just like this episode is going to be raw and unedited and super unfiltered. So what you're hearing from me is all in one take. Because, initially when I recorded the original episode... For the one instead of the one you're listening right now, I said that Gateway will no longer have crowds. That's what Jenna Fryer from the Associated Press said. Then after I was done recording this episode, I come to find out somebody very reliable involved with the Gateway, which is known as the Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway, by the way, said it's false information. And due to that, I said, oh, thank goodness. Gateway will still have some crowds. Because I did saw on Twitter as well, like a couple hours ago, there were still tickets. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Fryer said, no fans at Gateway. Oh, thank goodness. That's false. Because when I recorded the previous episode, when I recorded it, I was just all down and out. I was like, no Gateway crowds, no Indianapolis 500 crowds, which was, I might say, and the reason why I don't really want to talk about racing after... This one and the next is because there won't be crowds at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. There just won't be. And that just left me very, very frustrated and angry. Because no fans means limited media access or opportunities for those who are trying to make it out of 2020 with a career like myself. And I said this Friday at Evergreen will probably be it for me in 2020. That being said... I feel like my original Raw thoughts should be played in its entirety. So what I'm going to do is you're going to listen to the original recording that I had. And I do mention that no crowds at Gateway and all of that. But I need to reiterate this. At this moment of time, Gateway will have crowds. They will have crowds. They will have crowds. But as far as the Indianapolis 500 is concerned, there won't be crowds. And it's just an absolute shame. It really is. So I have to make the absolute most out of this Friday. That's why you're hearing it right now on a Tuesday instead of a Thursday. But when I record this, it will I you'll hear my tone being so negative. But right now, I am relieved that Gateway will have crowds. So at least there's some sort of optimism for this month of August when it comes to the world of racing. But I'm still sticking to my guns as far as what I'm gonna what you're gonna about to hear. No more racing talk. Because it's just been negative. Except for how Evergreen went for me. And also guests that are involved in the world of racing. But other than that, from my mouth, if, especially when there's no guests, I'm going to be focusing on different topics. I'll have some stories. I'll even have talk about how Cleellum went for me. But I was at a friend's bachelor party. Yes, I was using my head. I wore a mask and all of that. Even when I was jogging and running and playing football. Or trying to catch some swimming items that was flying around like a Lucille. And what I mean by a Lucio is a loose wheel. Like, you know, you pick the pine time to leave, loose wheel. You know, that whole nine yards. 
And little did I knew, I'll give you a little snippet of what I'm going to talk about two episodes from now. I did not know I was in a race when I was trying to get that the little thing that folks jump in so they don't drown, you know, the, the pool stuff. Literally, I knew somebody was chasing me down, and I was like, what the fuck? And then then the guy chasing me fell down. I won the battle. I retrieved it back. Oh, good times, good times. That's the kind of stories I want to tell you about. So, two weeks from now, I will discuss about my Cleelum trip, which I really needed. I was very happy, and a huge sigh of relief. Huge sigh of relief that I got a break from writing and thinking about racing. And that's uh, even if I found out that Mid Ohio was postponed while I was at the beach, I was like, okay, whatever. But oh yeah, Sergio Perez being out of Formula One for at least two races, including the one this past Sunday. Lewis Hamilton won it on three wheels. Man, that sounds like a hell of a British Grand Prix to say the least. Nico Hulkenberg replaced Sergio Perez. Perez tested positive with the what is considered as SARS two coronavirus he's doing fine he's in great spirits he hasn't had any symptoms he's been working out to assure he can be back at least for the spanish grand prix as maybe the 70th anniversary grand prix of silverstone who knows about that but time will tell but it sounds like it could be a jimmy johnson situation who knows it's really hard to judge how people feel about it and how they go how their health and body feels but Hopefully Paris gets back in the race course because I feel like this could be it for Paris as far as Formula One is concerned. And maybe just racing. Well, well, time will tell about that. Anyways, here is the episode that I recorded earlier on Tuesday that it sounded very pessimistic. But one more time, Gateway will have crowds. And I'm just going to get through this right away. What I had hoped to tell you how this past weekend I went where I felt extremely confident, extremely motivated to what's going to go down this Friday at Evergreen Speedway. It's pretty much all for not for this moment in time because due to the fact that it is MII Black Tuesday in the world of motorsports. Not because Levine Family Racing is going to sell the team after this season, leaving more reasons why the charter system is beyond stupid in my book and has done more damage than good. But due to the fact that IndyCar just cannot catch a break at all. And I talked about this last week in a skating episode that was unedited. Just like this one is going to be unedited. Because I've, like I mentioned multiple times, I want to get my point across without sounding clean and fancy. This is very unfiltered. And what I'm going to say is going to be beyond unfiltered because I am just beyond frustrated. There are so much implications with 2020 that has not been for the absolute better. Not only you have Gateway no longer allowing fans, just as I'm recording this, the Indianapolis 500 will go on without crowds as well. And here is the full statement that was released by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway just this morning. It is with great regret that we announced the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 will take place on August 23rd without fans. This tough decision was made following careful consideration and extensive consultation with state and city leadership. As dedicated as we were to running the race this year with 25% attendance at our large outdoor facility, even with meaningful and careful precautions implemented by the city and state, the COVID-19 trends in Marion County and Indiana have worsened. Since our June 26th announcement, the number of cases in Marion County has tripled while the positivity rate has doubled. We said from the beginning of the pandemic we would put the health and safety of our community first. And while hosting spectators at a limited capacity 
with our robust plan in place was appropriate in late June, it is not the right path forward based on the current environment. We encourage our Hoosiers to continue making smart decisions and following the advice of our public health officials so we can get help get Indiana back on track. Penske Corporation made a long-term investment to be the steward of this legendary facility. While we were very excited to showcase the investment and enhancements we have made in the guest experience, we know we have reached the right decision. As much as Roger Penske and everyone associated with the 500 wanted to race with fans this year, we ultimately reached this conclusion in partnership with the state of Indiana and city of Indianapolis. Our commitment to the Speedway is unwavering, and we will continue to invest in the racing capital of the world. We encourage everyone to watch this year's race on NBC, and we look forward to welcoming our loyal fans back to the greatest spectacle in racing on May 30th of 2021. There you have it. No crowds means a lot of things. And this pretty much puts the final nail in the coffin of what has been a troublesome year for me and a troublesome year for my career. But I'm not gonna really gonna talk about my career at all because it's pretty much been dead in the water to the point I said this Friday at Evergreen might be it for me overall. Not 2020, but overall. This has not been a good year at all for any of us. And I talked about it last week in full force about the networks and how advertising has been really bad. As a stop, the ratings though, compared to the NBA and MLB and NHL, they have done pretty poor so far since they've returned. NASCAR, on the other hand, with the race at Loudoun, was the highest rated sporting event out there. Which is a huge surprise in my book, but it has still been more consistent as far as viewership is concerned. But we'll see how next week goes and the week after and going into the fall. So far, NASCAR has done fine, but I feel like more advertising, more promotions will be much better suited for them in the long run. Now IndyCar has two races without fans. As I mentioned, Gateway will no longer have it. And who's to say the Harvest, Mid-Ohio, which has been postponed to a later date. This is what that was announced this Saturday while I was at Cleelum at the beach realizing, oh, well, the 500 is next. Now the 500 is going to go on without fans. Okay, at least there's Gateway. Nope, Gateway's not going to have fans. Will Mid-Ohio have fans? That will be a tough question now, whether it's in September or October. Will there even be any more IndyCar racing this year after Gateway? I'm just basically over this. I'm basically done with it. It's not bad to write at home, but where's the long-term investment? Where's the payoff? There's really no payoff right now. That's why I feel this Friday is going to be it. And it's not going to be in the traditional way. It's going to be a real quick turnaround. You arrive in the morning. We have qualifying past noon. And then the race at 3. And it will be out by around 5 p.m. Because they got to go to Douglas County for in Oregon the following day. Which that race will be at 6.30. And no, I'm not really thinking about Douglas County for the time being at all. So right now it's evergreen. You know, I got to have to make most of it. And from a creative standpoint, I got to be sharp and fast. Because there's really no time for slacking. And really no time for errors. Because my mindset when I'm at the racer is get every single car at least once in quality. And then once the race goes, I'll pick up whoever is necessary. Like most intriguing battle or an incident and vice versa. Might do some video work. Because I could sorely use some video work. On my website, Luis Torres Multimedia, by the way, you can look it up, LuisDTorres.com. This is a real tough period for us in the media or fans. It's really disappointing because I know this is a negative news. Massive double whammy. Fans hate it. Drivers understand it. Some who have been against fans from day one in this pandemic are probably happy about it. They're celebrating and rejoicing. It was some fault. 
And well, us folks, we've been frustrated. No fans means no full-blown coverage. There really is not going to be. It's going to be cut to probably about five or six, even if it is the Indianapolis 500. When there's fans, at least there could be a few more, about 10 or 12, give or take. Now, without fans, all of August, it's going to be down to four or five, which is unfortunate. It is going to kill off every limb left from those who are trying to make it in this business, including myself. That's why this Friday is it. There may not be a Vegas. There may not be a Texas. There may not be a Phoenix. And at this rate, I'm not even thinking about St. Petersburg or the Harvest due to the fact that those two events in IndyCar may not happen. Texas, Phoenix, and Vegas could happen. That's still a huge finger cross. But do I really want to cover the Indianapolis 500 at my house in or Dover, where there's no crowds either? I feel like I don't want to cover it, period. That's just the literal raw mood I have right now. I don't even want to think about the race. I don't even want to think about covering it. I don't even want to write about it. But it's my task and duty to cover and write something about the 500 in some capacity. And at this rate, I might as well talk about my college days in the next several episodes. But if I have gas on it, I will not discuss about it. So fingers crossed you'll be hearing of different folks to keep me away from talking about my college. Because when I discuss about it, it's either, it's either going to bring some frustration or none at all. But due to the fact that at this point I'm even contemplating, I'm probably going back to get a master's or pursue another career path. That's how frustrating it's been. That's how I'm taking this announcement from today. It's just nothing but frustrations. If it wasn't, if the, if nothing, none of this would have happened. If the pandemic wasn't a thing, if we, I probably would have, we'd probably be talking about a different championship trail right now. If this pandemic wasn't a thing. We'd be talking about the Indianapolis Iron had already happened. We're talking about now the battle for the championship. And going into like Gateway. And then obviously you have Portland Laguna. And instead we're talking about no crowds at the Indianapolis 500 for the first time ever. We're talking about media access being severely cut in half into oblivion. Even going back to last week, which I recommend you watching that episode by the way. To get a full context of my frustration. From the promotion and advertisement side of things. It's just. I don't really want to talk about racing at this point. I'm practically numb and over it. That's how I feel about it. And with that being said. With the exception of a few motorsports guests. And also just friends in general. Who are involved in racing. I'm not going to talk about it for the foreseeable future. It's basically to the point that it's become a chore to talk about this during the pandemic. So next week, I'll talk about my experience at Evergreen. But after that, with my with small exceptions, I'm going to be focusing on different topics like music. the How it was being at Clay Ellum. Which, mind you, my legs were completely destroyed. My legs are fine now, but it felt very, very, very sore. Probably a lot of activities going on that made me feel this way. And I'll discuss about it in the next episode or the episode after. But at this point, racing has pretty much become a short and a numb subject for me that I really do not want to discuss because I want this show to be positive as possible. The more positive, the better I'll feel, and the better you guys will enjoy it. When I'm here talking about the Indianapolis 500 without crowds. Gateway not having enough crowds. 
the stupid charter system killing off another race team, well, the pandemic played a big role in that as well. But when you think big picture, this charter rule is stupid. It really is. There's nothing good to say about racing right now. There really isn't. Aside from what? Brad Keselowski winning at Loudoun? A good overall race at Loudoun from what I've heard? I only saw the last bit of it because I just got home from a friend's bachelor's party. And Keselowski extending a one-year deal for with Roger Penske? Is that it? Is that really all we got to talk about racing in a good way? Spare me the talk. Spare me all that crap. I'd rather just talk about other stuff that I care about. And tell you stories about my life. And sharing stories of other people's lives. Whether they're in racing or not. I'd rather do that instead. So. I'm going to take the next few days. To just ref to refresh my brain. Think about the positives. And reflect a little bit. Before going in into war at Evergreen. Shooting photos for about. Give or take 7 or 8 hours. And then come back home in the evening. And then you'll hear how I. That went on the next episode, which would be the 13th overall of Behind the Exploratory Lens. But after that, depending on a lot of things, that's going to be it for racing topics for the foreseeable future. Because I don't really want to discuss about it much longer. Especially now that the 500 is pretty much without crowds. And this dream of going to Indianapolis is pretty much all but dead. I just need the final, the final shot to say 2020 is done. The, the long-term goal is a complete disaster. There's nothing else doing. It's just how I feel. So at the end of the day, I need to step away. And that's why you're hearing this episode right now instead on a Thursday. Because I need to focus on Friday. Make sure this quote-unquote last hoorah goes well. And who knows, if it's not my last hoorah, you'll know that it was a success overall. That being said... More than ever, at the LT Files on Twitter, Luis D. Torres 94 on Instagram, where you, I really, really could use all the support and help from you guys listening to follow my photos, my works, more than ever, because this Friday could be it. You never know. And as far as Facebook behind the exploratory lessons, make sure you listen to the previous episodes. I've had some incredible guests, and I promise you, and I promise you, we're going to have even more incredible guests along the way because I want to make this thing a long term. And 12 episodes in, there's no signs of me slowing down with this program. Yes, I know it's been pretty gloomy this episode, but hey, I got to think positive. I got to find ways to keep this show going in a positive light without being so pessimist about it, especially in the world of racing. And you can find these on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, and iHeartRadio. And of course, LuisDTorres.com. LuisTorres Multimedia is the name of the site. Find all my works. And if you want to keep my career alive, feel free to reach out. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make the project or collaboration possible. But for now, on the next episode, I will talk about Evergreen. And in the episode after, I'll talk about how Clay Allen went for me. Because I really, really needed that break. And I felt so great coming back home on Sunday. Feeling happy for the first time since February when I went to the CZ War concert and the Seattle Dragons football game. And speaking of Seattle Dragons, I'll close this episode with a positive. The Rock, yes, The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has bought the XFL along with his ex-wife and partner Danny Garcia. They're going to be owning the XFL. Yes, indeed, the XFL is back again, which honestly 
all welcoming. It's, it's The Rock. I mean, he, he $15 million to purchase the XFL. I'll take that as a W. I'll take any Ws at this rate. And as far as music is concerned, Cardigan by Taylor Swift is number one. Eh, 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 it's a mediocre song. Can't I didn't really get into it that much, so I can only give it a two out of five. I listened to Roddy Rich's The Bucks again. It was played a couple of times when I was at Clee Ellum in Ellensburg. It gets a little bump, but I still don't care for the song at all. And hopefully by the time next week rolls along, we'll hear something about Bobby Shmurda's sentence. Whether he'll be released or we'll have to wait till December. Either way, make I'll mention this right now. I really hope Bobby Shmurda's return bodies. Tecmo Kawasaki 69, whatever that fruitcake name is, out of the freaking water when it comes to his Instagram and his n- new single that whenever that'll come out. I hope it hits number one and I hope it has longer shelf life than that stupid song called Trolls. Because Trolls went from number one to about less than a month, I believe, to no longer be in the Hot 100. It was a quick exit. Garbage. Worst song of the decade so far. Is that, and I don't even need to listen to it to tell you otherwise because if it drops so badly, you know it's bad in my book. Anyways, until we meet again, I hope you guys have a safe weekend. Please, just please, use your damn heads. It's just use your damn heads. Be mindful of others and just more importantly, stay safe and have a little positive in your life. And I'm going to do that when I'm in Evergreen for sure because right now, this has just been absolute gloom in the world of motorsports in my book. For now, catch you guys later while I go listen to some music and watch some Spongebob.